Welcome to Character Crunch episode 97, brought to you in part of the Day Space Podcast Network, recorded on uh, April 11th, 2016. My name is David Moore. Joining me as he always does, the electrical engineer by day, Jeff Daly by night. Mm-hmm. Because it's nighttime, it must be Jeff Daly. No, night, yeah, yeah. Uh, my engineering name is uh, Elad Virgenio. It's a really weird name. I just have people call me Furge. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, can I I file a technology complaint here at the top of the show? Yeah, what's that? So, if those of you who've been listening to the show for, you know, the last, I don't know, 20 episodes or so with Jeff, I've been talking about how I have this television with only three HDMI inputs. Yeah. And I I have this this PlayStation 4 that likes to not be connected to a hub, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, are you ready? Are you ready, Jeff? I found a new problem. What's that? <laughs> this is just a nitpick. I can deal with this one and it's it's not a it's not a, a like an everlasting problem. Like I will let it go at some point. But um so here's the deal. Cable box is on HDMI 1. Now, what I told you was the problem with that is it's always sending a signal because it never gets turned off. Mm-hmm. So if it's put on a hub, the hub is super annoying because it'll always switch to that if the signal, for whatever reason, goes out on the other device. Meaning if the game you start on a console changes resolution, the hub will switch back to the cable box and then you'll have to go back in and change it back to the game you were playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super, super annoying, stupid, but whatever. It's fine. You can deal with it. PS4 has to be on HDMI 2 because it has to be by itself because otherwise it flashes in and out. It doesn't work. So I bought a five-way hub that's on HDMI 3. Now, that means that everything else that's not a PS4 slash cable box needs to be on that hub. Now, what I didn't realize... <laughs> is there's another device. There's actually two devices fighting for it, but I, I, when the Apple TV goes to sleep, it stops sending a signal. Praise the Jesus, right? <laughs> the other problem is there's a there's a, a RCA hub that's connected to that five-way switch. This is, I know this is super boring, except it gets to the point of super annoyance. That... RA that 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 like retro games like you know red white and yellow port club thing mm-hmm. adapter. Every time you turn the television on, it sends a signal. <laughs> so why? every time I, st- why because it 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 sends a signal because power comes to it through the USB port that's on the television. So mm-hmm. when the television turns on, it sends a signal to that hub, which means every time you switch to HDMI three, it's always set to that thing which means most likely or it, it assumes that I want to play a PS2 game slash Wii or N64 game which is not usually the case normally I want to play a Wii U game if I'm on HDMI 3 there's no way to fix this it's super annoying if there's somebody in our audience who has a solution buy a TV with, with more, more than three HDMI ports trust me Jeff my next television will have at least six um, did they even I can, make six? If I can find one with six, I'm going to buy one with six. Do they even make six? I think mine has five. Technically, I need seven. 
I need you don't need all of them, Dave. You don't I need want, all of them. I, I, don't, I like to not have to unplug and plug things in to play games. It's not it's not a big art. It's not a big deal. I get it. But but, but this is the question: like, how often do you play the N sixty four? How often do you well, play the PS two? Lately, I've been playing the N sixty four a lot because I've been trying to replay through Ocarina of Time after that blind guy beat it on YouTube. Are, are you sure you don't you don't have it for any other system? Like for the ten different t- times it was released, is it sad, Jeff, that I just like the configuration of the N sixty four controller? Is that weird? Is that a thing? No, the N sixty four controller is the weirdest controller that's ever been made by anybody ever. Yeah, but does does playing Ocarina of Time on your three DS feel right? Have you ever done? You played Majora's Mask, and I played Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, it, the, the touch screen makes it. Easier. I disagree. <laughs> I must just be weird. Also, I just like playing on a television. Please, Nintendo, let me play my 3DS games on my TV. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I use a total of two two things hooked up to my, my TV. Yeah, but two. that's... That's Jeff because you bought a Wii U and have never played it since you bought it. Hey, and I just played it this Friday. I <laughs> yeah, played the, it the Friday before that, and I played it the Friday before that. Are you having Smash tournaments at your house on Fridays? Is that a thing? Yeah. When is this? Where do you live? I'll come. <laughs> just a, just work <laughs> every so often. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. I want to. Yeah, I want to place. I want to. I almost want to play in that Smash tournament that's at the the game zone up the street, mm-hmm. which is basically like a like a home card shop for those of our lovely uh, listeners. It's just like a. It used to be like owned by a bunch of jerks, and now like a like a franchise company bought it, and now they don't sell anything. They just have tournaments. It's weird. It's that weird. That, that one in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. The one that used to be Alter Reality. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, it's yeah. now it's the game zone. I went in there and like. Do you guys sell Pokemon cards? They're like, no. What I'm like, stuff? what? It's like, what do what? And I, I'm looking around. There's like, there's like one little. It's it's basically like, like you know my bookshelf that's in my living room. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what they hold all their merchandise on. The rest is just big open space with some tables. How do they make money? I don't know. I'm 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 quite confused. Apparently, they have Smash tournaments that cost five dollars. Um, to oh, enter. Man. Oh man, they're making a bunch of money. Five. That's like like fifty dollars a month. Yes, yeah, for, for like all 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 two people who show up <laughs> your, your Smash tournament. <laughs> <laughs> if you bring a Wii U and a television and all the DLC, you get in for free. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a like bullcrap to me because that's a it's like a five hundred dollar. Minimum plus the television value, five hundred dollars. Well, you have to have all the DLC, or you're you're not qualified to. You can't you can't bring your Wii U. All the DLC. Yeah, you have to have all the DLC. Literally, like. Yeah, like everything. Even, uh, like, all the fighters, like even all the uh, the the different fighter costumes. I don't think that would count. See, I wonder if that would count, considering they're not like part of the. I, I, I'm pretty sure me fighters are probably not considered like tournament fair. Like I don't think I don't think you can use me fighters in tournaments. I wish you could. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I haven't done with the Mii Fighters? This is stupid, but I haven't taken any of the Amiibo, the, the, the Mii Amiibo, and have them be fighters and turn them into Mii Fighters. Hey, Dave, how many of those do you have? Three, because there's a gunner, uh, the brawler. <laughs> have you used any of your Amiibos? Yeah, I, I trained Link up to level 50 when I got the first wave of Amiibo. Oh, you probably trained him wrong. <laughs> No, uh, I didn't. No, I can. I totally know. I trained. I trained him wrong. I trained a browser that I thought was pretty good. Um, but I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't trained very many of them. I like. I really want to train the Mega Yarn Yoshi really bad, <laughs> but I can't unbox it because it's still rare for no reason whatsoever. Do you have to unbox them to train them? Yeah, because none Isn't of the amount work. None of the amiibo work inside the box. They put these. They put a. They put a foil sticker over the foot, Jeff. Oh man! They take a little piece of foil and put it over the NFC chip on every amiibo in the box. All except, right, that's a good idea. Except for Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight didn't have an, uh, a foil sticker in it. How come? Because Yacht Club Games, who make Shovel Knight, got to make the decision of whether they put that foil chip in the box or not. And they said no, because we want people to keep them in the boxes if they want. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But it make, it also makes sense that the Nintendo doesn't want those random amiibos to be scanned. Right. I can't think we're already talking about amiibos. Uh, we're going to talk about Star Wars in a minute, I promise. I've got one more question for Jeff, and it's not exactly Amiibo related, but it is collectible related. What? So, I know you have a lot of points, so you might want to go do this. It's okay. totally up to you. On GameStop, <laughs> yeah. in the Power Up Rewards and the Rewards section, they put a Nathan Drake from Uncharted uh, exclusive pop figure that's exclusive to people who have 12,000 points. Okay. Now he's just got a different colored shirt. That's and, and his hair's wet. That's that's the variant, right? Man. But they're only making five thousand of these. Period. How come five thousand worldwide? Because it's an exclusive. It is a rare pop figure. So if you want something, Jeff, or anybody in our audience wants something to use their games that pro member points on, that may be something you want to be interested in. They have a couple left. I got mine. I ordered mine today. You got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got. I had like. I had like fifteen hundred points. I'm just like, or I'm at fifteen thousand points. I'm like, yeah. I could get. I could get fifteen dollars off a game, or I could get this really cool rare pop and still have some points left over. Well, I guess what I'm probably gonna do right now. <laughs> You're doing it right now, aren't you? They're only making five thousand worldwide. It's kind of kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. And now, now here's where I want your opinion. Yeah. You would, you would, and I'm going to guess your opinion. You would definitely keep that in the box. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. I'm definitely keeping it in the box. <laughs> 5, 000, I mean, 5,000 is not a lot at least. Did you find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's e- I found it easiest to just go in the app and hit merch or go to redeem rewards and then hit merch and then scroll down to where it says 12,000. I don't know if they have left. It, it, it denied me twice, and I was like, uh, I guess they must be out. It's not. A, it's not meant to be. And then, I'm, I, like ten minutes later, I'm like, "All right, give it one more try." <laughs> like, and like, I don't. And I'm like, I, I, I guess I could keep my points. Like, it's fine. Nope, I did it. I'm out of points almost. You're out of points almost. I, I've got like two thousand points. I've got like 
I've got like 2,000 points. Plus, I always redeem my membership with the points. So I've never, I've literally never paid for a membership. <laughs> um, Target also has an exclusive Nathan Drake. I did see that too, but it's not it's not as limited as the GameStop one. If you look at Amazon, the, the GameStop one's already selling for like seventy dollars. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let me see here. The Target, <laughs> the Target one. The Target one is just exclusive to Target. We should just make this a collectible show, Jeff. I could just talk about collectibles <laughs> all the um, the Target one's not like they're just making five thousand. It's just like no, you have to go to Target to buy it. Sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, maybe I should get it. I, I, I mean, Jeff, how many points you get? <laughs> uh, fifty-eight thousand. Fifty-eight thousand. You're really gonna miss twelve thousand of those points, Jeff. I know. They're doing double points. I think still. Do you just go buy like two games? You'll get all your points back. It's, it's, yeah, I, I mean that's what I said. It's like I don't need it, and then I'm like, I do like Uncharted, and this is really cool. <laughs> Stupid, stupid, Dave. Miles, what else am I going to use my points for? I yeah, I mean, normally I just you know get fifteen dollars off or or renew my membership, and by the time I get to renew my membership, I'll have the points again, like. This is a fine reason to waste points. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's the same value. It's like if you if you pay twelve dollars for a pop, and and they're shipping it to you, so it's you know it's, mm-hmm. it's about the price of a pop. Yeah, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I could just talk to you about stuff like this. Like even though like I'm not reading comics, like I I can still I can still tell you some of these like. Hey Jeff, they're releasing Civil War variant covers. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could get a BBA desktop lamp. Oh, I know. It, yeah, don't even let let GameStop show you the related. How much is the BBA desktop lamp? Forty thousand. You still got points. I know. Crap! Now I want that. <laughs> you can I'll buy it on ThinkGeek. Oh, if I could, see, that's the other thing. It's like I can't just buy this. They're never going to sell this. Mm-hmm. It's a points only. Like you have to have twelve thousand points, like, and then you could sell it. I mean, that's that's the only reason that it hasn't you know completely sold out. Yeah, because not everybody's got twelve thousand points. <laughs> like just, I mean, lots of us do because you're like Jeff and I. You just don't spend points. But yeah, I know until something cool comes along. Now do they go? Your your uh, power up rewards pro membership expires in a week. Yeah, renew it. They're like, you got enough points to renew it. You're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Do you want that magazine digital or sent to your house? I just sent it to my house. I, I sent it to my house so I have something to stack in my bathroom. So I can put, some, <laughs> so I can put something on the magazine rack. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I, I have some collectible stuff, though, too. Those those Kingdom Hearts figures. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that, why I feel like I can talk to you about this because I always think about your Kingdom Hearts figures. Those are worth a decent amount, I hope. Someday, <laughs> maybe. Take one, scan it on Amazon, and see what the price comes up for. Uh, they're not. They're not on Amazon. Well, no, I bet they are listed being sold by other people. Like that's usually the thing. Like I think the cheapest you can get this figure for is like fifty dollars from like a like fifty dollars with five dollars shipping from another seller. <laughs> so I mean, whatever. 
Yeah. I hope it, I hope it shows up in the boxes really maintained because the GameStop sucks at shipping. What if it just sucks? It just looks cor- crappy. I'm gonna be really upset. I would be too. I mean, I'm still gonna display it, <laughs> like no matter <laughs> what. I'm still gonna put it on the shelf. But. Yeah, I I have some pop action figures that are pretty cool. I I broke my Daredevil Matt Murdock pop. How'd you do that? I didn't break it. Ashley broke it. How'd you break it? She's cleaning and it fell off the shelf and his glasses came off. I already ordered a new one. (laughs) It'll be here tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my God. I like it so much. I was like, that's my favorite one too. Like, I think the Daredevil one is cool. I think Wilson Fisk is stupid because it's literally just a bald guy in a suit. (laughs) Like, how would you know? (laughs) <laughs> Nathan Drake is a dude with khaki pants and like uh, a beaten up shirt and wet hair. Like that's literally what this pop is. And he's holding a rope. <laughs> I guess he's holding like his grappling hook thing. But like, how would you even know that's Nathan Drake? Well, like, how? Nathan Drake. well on the box, it does. <laughs> if you opened it, how would you? Even know? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't know. He's a dude with a rope with a hook on it. <laughs> he's a wet dude with a rope hook stupid it, I, don't, I don't understand pops completely it's like it's, it's like the non-major Harry Potter character ones like they're just dudes in ropes but they're pretty cool to collect yeah no I totally get I get the fun in it so some of them I just I like that there's a few that I can just kind of put aside where I'm like yeah I don't I don't need that like there's no there's no reason in hell why I would need, why I would need that one all right. I'm done yeah. talking about collectibles. You're done already? I mean, I, I could go all night, but this is not the collector show that I want to do at some point. <laughs> if somebody out there wants to talk to me about pop figures, Amiibo, and Disney Infinity all day, <laughs> contact me at charactercrunchatgmail.com. <laughs> um, so, Star Wars Blu-ray released this week. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, did you get yours? No, I'm not going to get it for a while. What? I don't need it. What? I'm not going to watch it anytime soon. Maybe I'll let you borrow my Blu-ray just so you can watch the bonus features. Oh, man. Because <laughs> they're really good. 45 minutes. Target has 20 extra minutes. You go buy it from Target for an extra $7. Why is it an extra $7? Because you're buying it at Target. <laughs> you buy it at Target? No, I bought it. I bought it on Amazon. I pre-ordered it on Amazon, so it showed up the day of. Because oh, I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait any longer at all. <laughs> like, please, please, Santa, give me my Star Wars movie now. <laughs> I almost, I almost bought it on the first. And the only, the, literally, the only reason I didn't buy it on the first on digital because it was only digital on the first. Yeah. Was I looked at my Amazon pre-order and I realized that I bought the Blu-ray DVD digital combo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, if I buy this on digital, I'm literally going to get an extra copy. Oh yeah. An an extra bit copy, but either way, I'm still going to have two copies. Now I'm like, I guess I'm like, pardon me. was like, well, I could redeem this one on Apple and then I could get the other one on my PlayStation. Therefore, whichever whatever I'm using, I can watch Star Wars. I'm like, no, Dave, that's stupid. Hey, no, you're just spending frivolous money. Yeah, you're I'm like, no, I don't, need money. Money. 
I don't need to spend nineteen ninety nine twice so I can watch a movie four days early that I already saw in theaters. Like, calm down, Dave. <laughs> how much? How much did you pay for it? Twenty dollars, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. I See, that's it. totally worth it though because I I literally opened the box, took the digital code out, and then put it back on the shelf, and then I put the digital code in my my Apple TV and I watched it digitally, and it had yeah. all the bonus features. And that Blu-ray is going to be in perfect condition for the rest of forever. Yeah, but I'm never going to get to use the download digital code. I never use digital codes. I don't know if you can even buy this movie without that. I don't <laughs> like, think I think so. you have to buy a Blu-ray, DVD, and digital combo. Now, well, why course. would you? Why would you watch the DVD if you don't have a, D- a Blu-ray player? Who Some people still it? don't have Blu-ray players. Ugh. Somebody's talking about how they like they bought a minivan that had a DVD player like for their kids. Yeah, see, and it had, and it, had four, and it had you know it has like the TVs in the back, and I'm like, and they're like, God, I'm so glad I have all these DVDs that came with all my Blu-rays because I can actually watch. Them. See, that makes sense. I I just can't imagine that you could buy a 2015 van that doesn't have a Blu-ray player that has TVs. <laughs> because Blu-ray players are still fairly expensive. Also, I mean, when you really think about it, if you were watching like a Blu-ray on like what a seven-inch screen on a TV in a car, like does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, most laptops don't play Blu-rays, so you could just bring it with you and play it on your laptop. Well, that's the point of the digital code. Yeah, I don't use digital codes. I've never used a digital code if, until what now. If you're, what if you don't have internet? I, I downloaded it on all my devices. Do you think everybody would just have all their their movies just downloaded? Taking I mean, up all that space? I have a 64 gig phone. I can afford one gig for Star Wars at all times. <laughs> That's what I told myself. <laughs> I was like, I want to have Star Wars Episode 7 with me at all times that I can watch anytime if I feel if I need the comfort if I need a comfort movie, the only movie I literally carry on my phone is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do love Star Wars too much. I mean, I just, I I wait a while before I buy like anything. I I own like literally sixty movies digitally now because I every time I want a movie, I just buy it digitally. And how often do you watch those movies? I usually watch them once or twice. Some of the I they're the older ones that I've bought. I watch. I probably watch them like. I probably watch them once a month. Like there's there's movies that I know that I love and absolutely want to have. Yeah, like like across the universe is one of my favorite movies. I can always watch that movie. Yeah, um, that's a weird blue uh, uh, Beatles one, right? Yeah, it's 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 like it's like a musical, except it's not really a musical. It's, I know I've watched it like two or three times with you. I I love that movie. I could talk about that movie forever. Anyway, um, I mean, Star I Wars. The Shawshank Redemption and Blu-ray, but that's because I watch it like a lot. It's my favorite movie. Well, yeah, see, there's there's a few things like that, Jeff. Where like there's across the universe. I like Captain America um, two, Winter Soldier a lot. I watch that movie over and over and over. Um, I like having the first Avengers movie at all times because mm. I love that movie. I mean, I I know these are like popcorn movies, but there's nothing wrong with those. I have a few of those, you know. Oscar, I like Rear Window. If we're gonna talk about like old, highly regarded films. I'm going to add The Force Awakens to my cart. Maybe I'll buy it soon. <laughs> I, 
Jeff, I, I will tell you this right now that the the extra nineteen or the nineteen ninety nine is literally just worth those forty five minutes of bonus features. I don't need bonus features. All right, so let's talk about the bonus features, and then we'll talk about Rogue One. And I literally think that this this will take us the entire show because <laughs> uh, I spent twenty minutes talking about pop figures. Oh God, <laughs> and, and Amiibo. Um. Oh my God. Oh, what? Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, Amazon exclusive one comes with a season pass. It has it has a couple character packs and it's gold and it looks beautiful. That's the just the collector's edition. It comes you can get that at GameStop too. But but on Amazon yeah, but Prime you say edition has a steel book. It's a steel book. Wait, wait, it's a it's a PS4 steel book? Yeah. Um, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, text me that link at any moment of any time. Feel free. Oh shit! Why? Why? Oh, I'm gonna. Crap. <laughs> Did you just buy it? No. <laughs> I was looking at it in the the UK website. <laughs> why are you looking at the UK Amazon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because I go there to look for cheap Blu-ray movies. Because the older ones, when you find them region free, they're really, really, really um, cheap. Wow! Version, like you, I got um, I got the 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 six movies of all the Star Wars, the Blu-ray edition, that really nice one, um, for like forty bucks on the UK. Oh yeah, dude! I need this. I I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be honest. I said I'm gonna watch one Star Wars episode for a week. Or I'm gonna watch one episode a week until the movie comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna buy them each week because I get paid weekly. That's fine, right? Yeah. And they're twenty dollars a piece on iTunes. <laughs> I own them on DVD. They're somewhere in this house. <laughs> but number one, I wanted to watch them in HD. I'll be honest, I found them online way cheaper. Oh man, yeah, I know. But I almost bought them all digitally for nineteen ninety nine. The only one I actually bought from iTunes was A New Hope. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the bonus features, Jeff, because I have something I want to tell you, specifically you. Okay, what's that? You know how you have this big complaint about how they get across Starkiller Base really quick? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> For those who are new to this show or did not listen to our Star Wars episode or the multiple times that Jeff has brought this up, up where Starkick, it makes no sense for them to get from one side to the other in 15 minutes. Doesn't doesn't make any sense. There is a snow speeder chase with stormtroopers, much like an empire. Yeah, where they're going across Starkiller Base, mm-hmm. and it's a thing that exists, and it was cut out of the movie, Jeff. So there's an entire sequence of them going across Starkiller Base. How long been- is this sequence? Well, I'm sure the deleted scene isn't the entire sequence, but it at least starts to explain that there was more things that occurred between then and there. Plus, there was more things that occurred in that 15 minutes. Yes, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, man, you made it sound way more plausible, Dave. Okay, Jeff. Also. Kylo Ren goes on aboard the Millennium Falcon. So there are there is more time that, that did not get accounted for 
while they were on Starkiller Base. Yeah, in those 15 minutes. Right, when does he go aboard the Millennium? Oh, man, why'd they delete those scenes? I don't need to see those deleted scenes. Yeah, I know. I told you there's there there's like eight deleted scenes that are really good. Now, here's a question. Can yeah. you see the movie with the de- deleted scenes included? Jeff, I'm totally with you on this one. <laughs> I, totally, I totally understand why you want this, because I want this as bad as you do. Some movies do this and some movies don't. And the answer is no, this one does not because oh, some horrible. some of them are not completed sequences like the like the special effects and stuff. But why not just include the ones that are? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. I wish you could click extended edition when you boot up the boot up the Blu-ray, but you can't. Yeah, some... It's a shame. Some movies do it, and I love when they do because that's the version I want to watch. Because when I'm at home, I don't care if the movie is an extra 20 minutes. Mm. Like the extended version of Harry Potter is the only version of Harry Potter I own. <laughs> because uh, literally, how long, is it? how long is what? The extended version of Harry Potter? Yes. It's got like an extra like 10 minutes. It adds 10 minutes to the movie. But for her, it, it, there's only extended editions for episode, or, uh, episodes for Harry Potter's one and two. Okay, mm-hmm. and the the only reason that I love the extended editions of those movies specifically is that Harry Potter one in the book they found out who who made the Sorcerer's Stone by reading the back of Dumbledore's card. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. Right. That to find out that he worked with Nicholas Fumel, which is why they knew the name, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in the movie, that never happens, nor gets explained. Hermione just kind of finds it in a book. Yeah. Now, in the extended edition of, of the movie, Harry and Ron find it on the back of the card, which is what leads to Hermione finding it in the book. I thought Therefore, that was just part of the regular movie. You you've probably seen Harry Potter on cable recently, and that not 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 recently. I've seen Harry Potter. Well, yeah, no, but since the, when they show Harry Potter on cable, they always show the extended edition. I don't know why, um, but there that scene is not in the original cut of the movie, not in what was originally put out on VHS and DVD, and what was released as the original cut at movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Which was my own. Which was my only problem with the first movie. Because it's part of the book. It's my only issue with the movie compared to the book. Other than that, the first two movies are flawless. <laughs> <laughs> so Avatar has the same thing, but it adds like a half hour deleted scene. So it takes a long movie and adds longer to it. Avatar? Like Avatar the Blue People Avatar? Not like yeah, Avatar yeah, the Last yeah, yeah. I've never seen Avatar the Last Airbender. But it, but it adds stuff that, that makes sense. I hate that movie. Why? You hate a bunch of stuff, Dave. I I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I don't understand why it's the number one movie. I don't understand why why Star Wars didn't make more money um, than Avatar. I I don't get the appeal. It it's me. It's completely me. But that's fine. I'm glad that everybody else likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I got bored. I fell asleep the first two times I watched it because I got so bored. Which oh, is God. which is hard for me to do, right? 
And then I said, I'm going to watch this movie because it's regarded as one of these great movies. And I watched it all the way through and I said, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't get the appeal. I don't understand why this is, this is not the most original story. It's not, I don't oh, think it's, God. Yeah, he was starting me on a rant, Jeff. It's, <laughs> we'll talk about Avatar some other time. It was, it was good. Um, I like it. I'm, I mean, I'm good. I, I'm glad for the people who did like it. I, I, I will watch it again for give it another fair shot. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I think there's way other much better movies. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Whatever. Uh, next. Uh, so, uh, Ray. Yeah, Ray. All the way at the halfway mark. So, Dave Ray. What did right. you think of like what, what did you say what are you saying about Ray that was that makes more sense? Um so on the internet there's this tendency of people and I hate saying that because I see it all over the place. Mm-hmm. When Star Wars was originally put in theaters to say that Ray was overpowered, knew too much, was too good at everything and why do we need and and the worst the worst things that people were saying is like why do we need a feminine like a female lead as a hero. I'm like, number one, that doesn't matter. That's amazing that they put a, a female in the lead. There's tons of yeah. great movies. There's tons of great movies about guy heroes. We we can use a few girl heroes. That's great. Yeah, of course. So shut up about that. And we're going to talk about Rogue One here in a minute. <laughs> but um, I don't, I don't even rewatching the movie every moment of it. I didn't feel like she was overpowered at all. Like, I don't feel like there was any moment in which that I didn't believe that her as a character wasn't capable of doing that. Like, they're like, it's too easy that she could just fly the Millennium Falcon. Like, well, she was a pilot. I mean, she had some experience. She's a pilot. She She's a force-sensitive pilot, a force-sensitive. And, and it's proven that if you're force-sensitive, like, look at Anakin Skywalker. You can take up flying a, 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 a ship easier. And, Anakin Skywalker in in Star Wars Clone Wars like literally just jumps out of like flying vehicles because he's force sensitive and can like land it. And I'm like I don't think you were that trained yet. Like like Obi-Wan Kenobi stands here and says like Anakin you're still new to this. <laughs> like Anakin was just pulled from his home where he, I don't know, it, people, people explaining how powerful people are in the Star Wars universe is kind of, kind of bullcrap to me at this point. The only thing I can explain how Rey learns how to use their powers pretty good is that when uh, Kylo Ren peers into her to find stuff, she, she looks back at him and um, you know how she, she goes back into his mind and starts talking to him and he gets freaked out. Maybe she'll learn how to do some stuff from there. That would explain why she had some powers like uh, force persuasion. That, right. that would be pretty hard for just beginners to learn. Yeah, I just, I, I, I mean, it's basically at this point confirmed, and it's not confirmed, but it is that Ray is of the Skywalker line. Like, let's just accept that that's probably the case, right? Did you see? Um, did you see those pictures? The ship that's depicted as flying away from Ray. It, uh, when she was a little girl, like um, looks really similar to Luke Skywalker's ship in like some older comic books. 
No, I didn't see that. Like, comparison. Really similar. It looks really similar. I mean, I'm going to assume that Luke dropped her off regardless of whether that's her parents or not. Does that make sense? And, and Ray doesn't recognize him because back then he was probably not fat and old. <laughs> 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 or she was really little and just went through a traumatic experience of watching Kylo Ren kill a bunch of people. Nah. I mean, let's- it's because back then Mark Hamill wasn't fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, because Mark Campbell w- Campbell wasn't fat yet. Mark Hamill, not Campbell. Campbell. Like why did I say Campbell? <laughs> He's not a suit. Mark Hamill. <laughs> um, um, the greatest thing is uh, <laughs> Campbell's. This episode of Character Crunch brought to you in part by. I, you know how you watched a Rogue One trailer, which was pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's, they, I, I got a link to another video where they they're raising money for like charity and stuff, and like they 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 have Mark Hamill there, and like half the video he's just looking at the screen in like a dramatic way, and they start talking to him. He's like, "Great, Mark," and he and he like ten seconds later, he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm not used to having lines." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to having dialogue. You see honest trailers, Star Wars trailer? No. Where they're like, the easiest money Mark Hamble ever made. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so great. There's How much money like- do you think he made? Oh, why would they paid him exactly what they what they paid Carrie Fisher? Oh my god. I guarantee it. How much do they pay her? I don't know. We don't know exact numbers. All we know is that they paid Harrison Ford the most, who deserved the most. <laughs> God dang it. And he's not getting, you know, he's not getting paid most likely to be in episodes eight and nine. Oh, man. Like, let's be real here. He's probably not getting paid for those. So <laughs> did he deserve some extra money? Absolutely. So <laughs> stop complaining, Internet, and stop complaining about fem- female characters in your Star Wars movies. All right, Rogue One trailer dropped. Yes. A friend of mine who I will not say the name of, but if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, because you talk to me about it all the time now, about our Star Wars show. Yeah. He came, comes up to me and goes, dude, what is that? What's Rogue One? <laughs> <laughs> what is Rogue One? Oh, no, my, my, my one friend said, Rogue One, like it was like a rogue person, like they didn't know it was a squadron. It was just a a rogue one, like a rogue person. And I was like, it's Rogue One, as in like a division. I was like, if you look at the trailer, it's just one person. So I I could see how you (laughs) read it wrong. Yeah, no, I. All right, so I don't know. Look, I get I get why people are confused about this, right? Mm -hmm. You you have those friends who come up to you and go, "What is this?" Like, I don't understand what I just saw. Like, <laughs> um, what you saw was a trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story, which used to be called Rogue One, a Star Wars anthology, mm-hmm. right? But I think people thought that was probably too confusing because <laughs> nobody uses the word anthology. It's not complicated, but fine. So we changed it to story. This is essentially episode three and a half. (laughs) If we want to put it in the timeline, this is going to be the prequel. That's not a prequel that we deserved. 
that we never got. <laughs> and Rogue One is the story of the group of rebels who stole the original plans for the original Death Star, which is how they knew how to blow it up. Which in, makes sense. In A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all, all, all we got in New Hope was that there was there were lives lost in the attempts to get the plans for the original Death Star. <laughs> we don't yes. know that story. There's nothing... Well, I mean, there's probably a bunch of extended universe and stuff that tells the story, but... Hey, it's I'm gonna, gonna, go ahead. I'm, I think, like, like you said, lives were going to be lost. What do, you, what, what do you think the main character of Rogue One is going to die delivering those plans? What do you think the chances are? Extremely low. You, you don't think it's low, even though they'll never mention her again? They've never mentioned her. They, they want to wrap up a story. I think you. I think. I think main characters do die. I think. I think lots of main characters die in this movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think our main female lead character dies because <laughs> because. Whether or not this is a spin-off movie that they say is a one-time deal, like this is it. This is your this is your Star Wars movie. This mm-hmm. stands stands by itself. There's no sequels to this because we already know what happens. Yeah. Like we we know where this ends. Kind of. Um they can't kill her off because I still think her as a character within the Star Wars universe has potential to do other things. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, but in the terms of the new Star Wars movies, she'd be quite old. No, I don't. I'm not saying she's going to show up in episodes eight or nine. I'm. I think it's more likely that we get an animated series about the teams of rebels. Oh no, they're not going to do that. They already have the Clone Wars. No, no, no. Clone Wars is done. They canceled. They canceled Clone Wars. They gave them their last seasons. They're doing Star Wars Rebels. Season two ended last two. No, last week. Season two of Star Wars Rebels uh, ended on Disney XD, and season three, according to Disney, is the last season of Star Wars Rebels. So, is it going to be like Rogue One, a Star Wars animated series? It could be. Yeah, it could be Rogue One, a Star Wars animated series, or it could be whatever her name is. I can't remember what it is. Um. I don't know. I I think there's po- plenty of potential to tell more stories in that with that group of characters. Mm-hmm. Whether, whether or not they turn them into a, a series of movies, like I don't want to see Rogue One two a Star Wars story. Like I never <laughs> I never want that confusion to occur. Like I don't want a new Rogue One a Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. I I don't think I think for the sake of the fact that I guarantee you this movie will be extremely successful, they will not kill a main character, or they will not kill her, the main character. Oh, man, but it would be so no, I I, I dramatic. I, yeah, I know, Jeff. I I hate to say that I want them to kill a character, but if they do, the impact of that movie will be way different than any other Star Wars movie ever. Mm-hmm. Because by doing that, they are committing to the fact that she is a one-off character. Like, this is the story of her, and this is what happens to her. Yeah, And that's it. You're never going to find out anything else. And the concept of that is great. <laughs> um, 
I want I want to talk about have you watched this trailer like ten times, Jeff, like I have? No, I watched it once. I don't I don't watch I don't need to watch it again and again and again and again and again and again. Okay, now did you notice what's really cool about this movie? What's that? I want to know how you're feeling about the trailer in general, Jeff. It's pretty cool. it got me pretty hyped. Got me pretty excited that the original Death Star was there and everything. It's pretty sweet. How this one girl, like, actually, like, the rebels didn't really agree with what she was doing as tactic-wise. Yeah. And what else is super cool is, I I mean, I... She's kind of, like, a neutral instead of, like, a light side. She's, like, a neutral. She's fighting for the right cause, but she's doing the wrong tactics to fight the right cause. Yeah, and that's that's really good like it's a rebel within the rebellion <laughs> like <laughs> that's it's kind of great for that the other cool thing jeff i don't know if you, obviously you didn't watch it a bunch of times like i did yeah if you're really looking at this trailer like these are the old stormtroopers and like the costume design is like 70s science fiction film like all the way 100 percent. like it looks like they made another science fiction film <laughs> in the 70s and that's pretty cool that is crazy. They're like, <laughs> here's the thing, guys. This takes place in the Star Wars universe in this time period, right? Yeah. Star Wars. There's this. There's a thing on the Blu-ray on the Star Wars Force Awakens Blu-ray where mm-hmm. when they're when they're designing like the new ships and stuff. Yeah. And they're making sure that based on like the original artwork for what would have happened 30 years ago, mm-hmm. they make make it like an evolution of what would happen 30 years. Mm. Like they don't, they don't say, well, it's been 30 years. We can just kind of like reboot it. Like if you ever watch like the, um, the, I'll use this as an example. If if you watch the matrix, right Mm -hmm. now, if you're like, you're like 16, if you're like 14 years old now and you watch the matrix, like the concept of a phone booth doesn't even really make sense. (laughs) Like, but for mate the matrix to work, you need the phone booths. Like that's how that movie works. So uh, there's this weird like concept of landline like, phones. You mean they just need landline phones? Yeah. Can you imagine how easy the matrix would be if they just had cell phones. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it ru- it's kind of ruins it, right? Yeah. So there's this this thing of like. There's this, there's this quote on the Blu-ray, and I don't remember who says it, and now I want to go back and make sure. I, I know this is a quote, but I don't remember exactly who says it. Is somebody goes, Star Wars is really cool because it happened in a galaxy far, far away, and it's its own history, but it really happened. Yeah, and it'll never go out of date. Right. Like, so it's 2,000 it's years from now, people are like, hey, they're using hollow projectors. Yeah, like... But but it happened a really long time ago. So this the the point of what he was saying was is this is a history within its own history, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for Rogue One to exist in that time period, it wouldn't have made sense if they were like, well, here's the no, the new stormtroopers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Therefore, justifying the fact that they changed the designs of the stormtroopers because thirty years has passed. Why wouldn't they change a little bit? Yeah. You know, now there's a guy online that's putting up like, here's how the Vokro worked on the original student troopers. And this is not how they work in Rogue One. It's like, shut up. Like, don't ruin it. 
Like they look like the old stormtroopers. You don't need to be so nitpicky. Yeah, Jeff. Fifteen minutes across Starkiller hey, Base. Hey, that that <laughs> no. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but it's it's like okay, so they made some practical like modern technology conveniences for the way that the actors put the costumes on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's how it, like in the in the bonus features they when they made the original Millennium Falcon set, right? Mm-hmm. The switches that were in the Millennium Falcon, they didn't have the budget to put springs in the switches. So the switches didn't actually move in the original Millennium Falcon. You still there, Jeff? Yeah. So when Harrison Ford gets called to come onto the Millennium Falcon, he asked if the switches were going to work because they don't move in the original one. Because they built a new Millennium Falcon. It's a new set based on tons and tons of photos of the old one. Right? Yeah. And they, they go, yes, yes, we have we have the money for, for switches. For the springs to go inside the switches. <laughs> <laughs> so they can actually flip the switches in the new Millennium Falcon. It's a stupid little detail, right? But the point is, like, it wouldn't have made sense for them to not put the springs in the switches for this giant set that they're going to use for three movies. <laughs> like, yeah. what if they want to flip the switches? <laughs> you know, it it made sense when George Lucas was making a movie with, I mean, relatively a lot of money, but not, you know, not endless money like Disney can throw at it. Yeah, but the, but they also have made a bunch and a bunch of movie. I mean, a bunch and bunch of money from this one movie so far. So I, I'm curious, Jeff, is what you think Rogue One will do? Like, do we think this is going to do as nearly as well as Episode Seven? No, it's not. No, I, I don't think it will either. I still think it's going to do extremely well, though. Well, it's going to be over a billion, yeah. maybe a billion and a half, but not two billion. Yeah, it's. I have this feeling that there's, it's going it's it's going to be so good that people who aren't Star Wars fans, like I literally talked to a guy today who's like, "Man, I watched Star Wars Episode Seven because it has such a good rating in IMDb, but I've never watched anything else Star Wars." Oh my god, are you kidding uh, me? I, no, I'm not kidding you. This dude's like 16. I'm like, go watch, go watch episodes. Four, five, and six, at least. He's like, I don't know, man. They're so old. I don't think I can watch anything that's before 2005. What? Yeah, I know. Do you know what? how many good movies are before that's, 2005? That's what I said. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, there are so many good movies. I like Star Wars. Like, like, let's be real here. There's, there's a lot of old, like, style that goes into Star Wars. Like, the wipes and the transitions and stuff. Like... Star Wars looks like an old movie, but they're so good. They're still so good. Episodes four, five, and six hold up brilliantly to this day. The best movies of all time are before 2005. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree on that. Like, I love, there's a lot of movies that I love that come out right now, right? Yeah. But I, I know that they're, once again, like The Matrix, like they remade Total Recall. Yeah. Okay. You know what's a much better movie? The original Total Recall. And you know what's you know what else is probably gonna be better? The what? original Logan's Run when they remake Logan's Run. Because oh, they're gonna they're gonna modernize it 
and it's not going to be nearly as good. The way Rogue One looks like a seventy, like a seventy-seven science fiction film that was made in nineteen seventy-seven with the modern conveniences of nice cameras, yeah, and better costumes that make sense of like how to put them on. It's going to be visually stunning, but it just won't have the, the story. Like, just the old ones had so much heart in it. Yeah, it's. I I think I think Rogue One looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, I I wasn't that excited. I really wasn't. I was like, I'm gonna go to it. <laughs> like, no question, am I not gonna see the extra Star Wars movie? But I I wasn't nearly as excited as I am now. Do we think? All right. So here's the deal for those who didn't understand what this movie was. Okay. You now know what this movie is. Do we think Disney stumbles? Disney Lucas film stumbles when we hit the the Harrison Ford replacement uh, young Han Solo movie, which is our next spinoff. I think they would stumble. Can they cast a young Han Solo? Oh, yeah, of course they can. You think you think they can do it? You're not even a little bit nervous. Not really. Uh, all right. I, I, I cast a young Chewbacca, though. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Chewbacca, man, Chewbacca's hundreds of years old. No, I mean, he's on. He was on the set of Force Awakens, and he was literally there just to conduct the guy that used to do the stunts for Chewbacca, who played Chewbacca in this movie. He was kind of there just like a couple days to like, here's how Chewbacca would do this. The guy who played Chewbacca? Yeah, he, he comes on to set. He was actually in acting and stuff. He was part, yeah. he was part of Chewbacca. The yeah. only per, like the only way the re, scenes where Chew, it wasn't the guy where like the action scenes where running was involved or standing. Well, he could stand. He's he's, he's he looks a little ill. I'm I'm so amazed that he came and did it at all. I think his name is Peter Mayhew. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, he, he's in the bonus features. It's really nice to see him just talk about Chewbacca. It's, it's great. It's such a good... go. If you watched The Force Awakens, watch the 45-minute documentary. It's so good. They talk about BB-8 puppets, like how there's two. There's a couple versions of BB-8. And like Ray, what's her face? Why oh, can Ray, I not... What's her face? Ray, what's her? I'm trying to think of her actual name, which I said literally this morning. Um, no, but she like took she took she took BBA to like roll him around, mm-hmm. like just just to get more comfortable with him because he's just a puppet. Like that's so cool. Like, I want one. I want a big BBA puppet that rolls around with me. Like when you walk alongside it, you could you can pull it along with you. But that's <laughs> so awesome. Oh, I, I, you know what I really want, Jeff? What? Because we're almost out of time, so we'll do your character of the week. But yeah. um, Indiana Jones 5 is confirmed. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And I heard that since Disney is doing it, I hope it's not another Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be better than the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Now, here's the thing. Harrison Ford is confirmed to play Indiana Jones, right? Do you think he's, he's tired of just playing these same roles over and over again? No. Oh, come on. Did you see his face when he came in the Millennium Falcon? Yes, but did you see 
he, I mean, he's the one that wanted to be killed off. Yeah, but uh, uh, watch watch the forty five minute thing, and he, you'll have a new opinion on how he feels about playing okay. on solo. But um, he's going to be eighty years old, Jeff. Yeah, I know, right? He's, <laughs> he's going to be eighty. Old. He's going to be eighty when Indiana Jones Five comes out. Well, it's, Christopher Lee was really old when he was still doing stuff. Yeah, I'm. What, what I mean, makes I would, you think he's eighty years old? What make because he is he when when he when he, when, when Indiana Jones five drops in two thousand seventeen, Harrison Ford is eighty years old. He's seventy three right now. He'll be seventy four, Dave. Does it is it two thousand eighteen? He's still like seventy five. That's still really old, Jeff. Seventy five. I I don't think it's that old. That's uh, to swing around on a rope on a t- movie set. Oh, they're definitely not going to have him do that. <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely not, not going to do that. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get that out of here right now. They're not going to do that. All right. So I think, do we get the scenario where he's telling the story about a younger self? Maybe. Where he's like, he t- it's like a storybook. No, where he's like kind of mentoring somebody. He's me- he's got to mentor somebody younger to play that role. Like he definitely can't play Indiana Jones for much longer, right? Well, I think it's going to be like. I mean, after that, there's not going to be any more Indiana Jones, is there? There will be another Indiana Jones. You think you think Disney's going to let Indiana Jones die? <laughs> Do you think anybody else could replace Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones? Do you think somebody can play replace Harrison Ford as Han Solo? Yeah. This is what I'm trying to get you to go back around to. <laughs> so you think you think they can cast a young Han Solo, but they can't recast Indiana Jones. Now, they've always said that Indiana Jones stories take place in a timeline in which isn't in order. They're so, just they're just stories about Indiana Jones at that point in time. They they're not they're not meant to be watched in any order whatsoever. Young, young Han Solo is a coming of age story. It's like how Han Solo became a man who he is. Right. Um, Indiana Jones is like just the storyline of a person. And the second they get anybody that looks different than Indiana Jones, they can't really like say it's Indiana Jones anymore. Is it? Or would it be like a James Bond thing where there's just spinoff after spinoff of different people who portray as James Bond? That's which I could do. I'm just curious as if they'll cast whoever they do to play young Han Solo if they cast him to play Indiana Jones. They could, but I mean, it wouldn't be. I just feel like that would be a little bit awkward, <laughs> but I still think they might do it. Can you think of like a more amazing name that they could have thought of than Indiana Jones? No, no, definitely not. Dude, I'm so excited for that, too. All right, Jeff. We've talked about Indiana Jones, Star Wars Rogue One, my collecting collecting addiction. I'll start a collecting show so I can talk about it somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now we've got... uh, uh, Hold on. Hold on. I'm ready for this. I think I'm ready for this. Um, Nope. Jeff's character of the week. (laughs) <laughs> What's that weird popping sound? That, that this, yeah, 
It's 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 what when I was not being lazy in the early days of Character Crunch, it's how the show ends. It's a it's a crutch. Get it? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Have we talked about Captain Ultra yet? Uh, no, definitely not. It's Captain Ultra. I like him because of his powers and abilities. Right there, he's a Captain Ultra, and he has like stuff with weird, like he has just has a bunch of colors on his costume. Wow, lots of yellow, yellow and red and uh, orange yeah. and blue. He's a uh, Ultra. All right. I like his, uh, he, he's fantastic for his real name is Griffin Gogol. So you get those Stanley, those Stanley things where he likes, like, what do you call those things? Like Fing Fang Foom, the Fantastic Four, Peter Parker, Green Goblin. What do you call those things? Uh, alliteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get yeah. that great Stanley alliteration that he always does. You know, his former occupation is, his occupation is. He's a stand-up comedian and a former plumber. Whoa. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. His special powers and abilities, Captain Ultra is super hum- humanly strong and durable and can fly. But here's my favorite power. He also has a great sense of humor. They listed that. <laughs> he has a great sense of humor. <laughs> okay, good. So if I read up on Peter Parker, will it say he's really good at making cheesy puns? That's a great power, isn't it? (laughs) That's great. Captain Ultra began his career hoping to join the Frightful Four. They were impressed by his strength, but not by his phobia of fire. So he's afraid of fire, too. Great, 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 great people. Therapy with Doc Samson cured his phobia and gave him the confidence to become a stand-up comedian. So that's, you know, he's a stand-up comedian who's also like fighting like Captain Ultra. Gogo later led Nebraska's team for the 50-state initiative. After that, he joined Wonder Man's team of Revengers. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 hold on. The Revengers is a real thing? Yeah, by Wonder Man. Can we please get that movie? Please. You've never heard of the Revengers? No, never heard of the Revengers. You, do you know who Wonder Man is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Avengers, yeah. This is. Is, this, is, this is some piece of comic book history I missed. Now I need to go find it all. Uh, it's probably full of people you don't know. I'm still going to look it up. I'll order a trade on Amazon because I like trades. Like I like trades like Seth. Wonder Man, Anti-Venom, Atlas, Captain Ultra, Sentry, Demolition Man, Devil Slayer, Ethan Edwards, and Goliath. The fifth. Mm. Cool. Um, Uh, Yeah, you're right. Now a bunch of characters I don't really know. Although that's usually exciting. So I'm all about this. Yeah. After the defeat, he was imprisoned in the super prison known as the Raft. Well, Good thing you bring this up. The Raft is that prison they show in the Captain America Civil War trailer. Oh, man. Is Captain Ultra going to be there? I, I, I wondered. They said there's like 80 characters. <laughs> no, they, they show the Raft. It's that underwater prison. Oh, my God. It's, so, um, we saw that. It's so cool. So do you think when he's imprisoned, he's still a stand-up comedian, just throwing jokes out, hoping they stick? Is he like their Joker? Is that <laughs> <laughs> 
Except he's actually funny, where it's not dark funny. <laughs> Joker is pretty funny. <laughs> Darker than dark way. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's a different level of humor. I didn't watch the Suicide Squad trailer yet. It's on the my list. One? We'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. I, I meant to. I, I meant to before the show, but I didn't have time. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Um. So yeah, Captain um, Ultra. And as a le- quick side note, they finally cast somebody to be Iron Fist. That seems so late, but awesome, great. Well, they you, you don't know you won't know who it is. You never heard of a David Wenham, have you? No, never heard of him. Why? What's he I- been in? He's been like minor roles and uh have you ever watched Paper Planes? No, no probably not. No. Have you? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see here. Another Van Helsing. He's in Van Helsing. Three hundred, he was in three hundred. Cool. Uh, minor roles so Lord of the Rings. He's Faramir in Lord of the Rings. I don't know Lord of the Rings that well. Uh, Mulan, that sounds like an obscure character. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. All uh, right. Uh, I kind of like actors I don't know really well. Yeah, so it looks like he's like somebody that that they could cast for really cheap. <laughs> that's such a shape that's Jeff have they let us down with a Netflix series yet no no so. but it's just funny that they just get people that can get really cheap uh, no 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 there's no way that the guy that cast as the Punisher was cheap after Walking Dead like there's no way oh well, maybe not but like all the other people yeah alright that's fair all right. Do you know Chris Hemsworth, the person who plays Thor, is is the one that's going to be Kevin in the new Ghostbusters? Yeah, I did actually know that. I didn't. I didn't see Isn't the that, Is that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> He's got enough time to not be Thor because Thor doesn't need that many scenes for some reason. Dude, last side note. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I'll end the show. Thor, the next Thor movie, Thor 3. Yeah. It's going to be the greatest movie ever <laughs> because it's, it's literally, it's going to be a Bruce Banner and Thor like buddy cop movie. <laughs> Bruce Banner. And Thor yeah. It's cop. got, it's got, it's, it's cause Hulk isn't in civil war. They cut him from civil war as a character. They cut so, him. That's horrible. Well, they, they had only like one purpose for him to show up in civil war anyway. So they're like, it doesn't make sense. Like we don't, we, we have enough characters as it is. Oh man. So there, the next time we see the Hulk is in the next Thor movie. Oh because, man! Because Thor's also not in Civil War. The why? Thor War not in Civil I'm just, War. I'm, I'm, ruining, I'm ruining Civil War for you. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no! In Civil War, in the comic books, Thor is supposed to be dead. Well, that's even that's kind of better than right. Yeah. No, Thor, so. Thor, Thor's busy going after Infinity Stones. Get ready for Infinity War. I hope so, because it's been leading up for, what, 30 years? <laughs> Since Iron Man 1, this all started. Oh, God. So, can I, can, uh, I have so many side tangents, and I don't care unless you need to leave. Okay. <laughs> I got, I, I got, this is my last one. I swear to God that I'll play the music. Okay. Somebody on Reactor Radio 
friendly podcast. Our, or, yeah. um, Mikey was on our Star Wars episode. Um, they were talking about what should happen for Infinity War. Yeah. Because, like, at this point, like, the crossovers between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, even though they're talking about civil, li- civil liberties and, like, people with powers, the crossover isn't really happening anymore. And the same things with the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. So what they said is in Infinity War, the, the Avengers should go into space, right? Because they will to fight Thanos. Yeah. Through a dimensional rift. And then the street level heroes like Daredevil and like Agent Coulson and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. should be fighting like the aliens that have come to Earth. Yeah. That would be the, cool. That would be the ultimate way for these to cross back over and make sense. Just <laughs> because it, because they're, not, they're not tying together anymore and that's the, that's the perfect way for them to tie themselves back together but also not really affect each other you yeah. know so not to not break the continuity really in any way daredevil daredevil and jessica jones and you know all of them are fighting on earth and iron man and four and hulk are fighting in space space it's, it's yeah it's gonna be in space like with the guardians it's perfect. It all makes sense. Guardians right. of the Galaxy. All right, that's it. That's all I have. That's all my tangents. Do you think Thor and Iron Man could equal the power of all the other Guardians of the Galaxy? Just that whole thing, Star Lord and stuff. Think I, Thor I could just, just take down the entire Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't wait to see that team up. I just can't <laughs> not wait for that moment. I, I know people are like, "It's going to be too many characters." Like, no, no, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be upset if they announced uh, uh, Avengers versus the Guardians of the Galaxy movie as the movie right before Infinity War. Avengers versus Guardians of the Galaxy. One scene, Guardians of the Galaxy just get annihilated. I think they have more power than that. Did they even fight? They didn't even fight the last guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. They just held hands and he died. <laughs> oh, my favorite Marvel movie. Don't ruin it, Jeff. The Guardians of the Galaxy are supposed to, like in the things, they're just... <laughs> it's so good, though. It's such a good movie all the yeah, way through, even even to the holding hands and, like, dancing, dance up. Well, I just like the beginning scene where he's just, like, listening to the music and shooting those things. <laughs> all right. See that movie. <laughs> we got to stop. We've gone on too long, and we already started late. Okay. So... <laughs> Thank you for listening to Character Crunch episode 97, part of the Day Space Podcast Network. If you guys want to follow Jeff, he's over on Twitter at Jeffrey Daily. Anything else you want to plug, Jeff? Uh, dayspace.com slash <laughs> character dash crunch. crunch. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want to send your thoughts and your opinions in, we would love to read them on the show. Send them to charactercrunchgmail.com. If you guys are interested in giving us your opinions in other ways, you guys can always put YouTube comments. Comments on dayspace.com. That's D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. Big thanks to our official Facebook editor, Jim Young, who's posting all sorts of amazing crap on our Facebook page. Oh, man, he's doing that. Thank you, Jim Young. Yes, thank you, Jim Young, for being our official Facebook editor. So if you guys want to like the show, you guys can go like it on Facebook. There's all sorts of great Star Wars pictures and memes. and it, Oh, my God, he's doing a great job. It's cracking me up. So if you guys like the show, Facebook is a new place to interact. We'll be commenting back and forth there. 
and book it's new check it out yeah it's facebook i mean we've had the facebook page i just have all i do is post the episodes occasionally yeah no, i know i i'm really busy yeah so yeah so look so jeff if you if you want some fun look at the character crunch page on facebook character crunch oh. podcast character crunch at gmail.com and at character crunch on twitter we'll see you guys next week Go to dayspace.com, D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E, where there's all sorts of other great shows. Bye, guys. See ya.